with Catherine Toon Podcast. All right, everybody. Um, welcome. I am going to be talking about the art of being yourself. And this is a very personal message. I, really, my whole ministry and really battle my whole life has been a battle for identity. And, and honestly, I'll just be Frank, it's been brutal. <laughs> and I, and I'll back up um, a little bit because the message I earned, you know, why was it brutal? The message that I learned really early on, having grown up with a really pathologically narcissistic father and incest and blah, blah, you know, it's just so sad. I look at that and I, I, I mean, not just for me, but I, my sadness, I'm just thinking about for him because he actually was a beautiful person and didn't know it um, and had such self-hatred and self-loathing um, that that could turn him in to that narcissistic personality, whatever, um, and the abusive incest and all that. Um, and that is tragic. That's a tragic human being. And with how shut down and the choices he made, it wasn't like he didn't make choices. He obviously he's responsible for his choices. Um, but just what kind of damage caused, creates that? And one of the early, uh, memories that I had of as, as I had had, um, some flashbacks of the, incest and things, which is, I'm sorry if this is triggering for people, but there's something gorgeous on the other side to just hang in there, um, was, uh, in that those flashbacks, the Lord would show up and he would show, um, how this impacted him. And I don't, I've never seen a human being more riddled with just heart, heartbreak, heart shatter because this was happening to his daughter. And I, I needed that. I needed that truth being drilled into my being because, um, you know, like it seemed like nobody cared. I mean, it didn't occur to me that I actually could tell anybody like that was a thing um, because it happened so early and, and that was one, that was the first revelation that I needed. Um, and this impacts identity. The second, um, uh, sort of revelation that the Lord gave me is that we'd go back to the same memory in order to heal it. And I realized that he was showing up also on behalf of his son and how unbelievably, um, shattered he was in his heart that his son would be in his brokenness would turn into that kind of an animal, right? And that's not like a, that's not human, right? Um, and so here we have one pathological person who doesn't know who they are. And then of course, you know, um, perpetrating on an innocent little girl, not her fault in any, we're making zero <laughs> justification, but just there's dynamics, right? And, um, and what that did 
to her formation of who she was. And then just kind of with his day-to-day personality, the lie that I learned was I matter and you don't. And this lie was, oh my God, confirmed over and over and over and over and over throughout my life in some very significant relationships um, that honestly, I'm still kind of recovering from, you know, full, full disclosure, um, but I, I, I'm just recovering from a lot. And, and not my husband, just so you know, he's amazing. This is a gift to me in the midst. So that's kind of the backdrop of when I talk about the struggle for me personally, that has been a lifelong struggle to know who I am because I developed all sorts of false ways of being as we do <clears throat> in order to make through, get it through. Um, if I'm a little less energetic and I have phlegm and whatever, um, and maybe a, uh, a little dazed, uh, I have COVID, so, um, but I still feel like I'm supposed to do this. And it's a major brain frog that I've been breaking through. So just FYI, if I don't seem quite myself, um, but this is important. And it's interesting because this latest upgrade in this journey, uh, where someone had actually confronted me um, in, in, a, in a sweet, loving way, it's like, you know, you can take the minister hat off. You know, it's like, I just want to be friends. Like, you just like take the minute. It's like, crap, I've been doing that totally. And it's just way, and I am a, I'm a great minister. I am a very gifted minister. It is what it is. It's God's gift. So I'm like, not, I take credit for the what's mine and give God the credit for really what's his. And we're doing this together. So I, whatever, just humble and all that. And like really humble, not the gross kind of humble. That makes you want to vomit. But anyway, she confronted me and it was like, you're totally right. And I had received a word from someone uh, that near and dear to me about just shells that I would go into in doing things. And I had to going into those shells, I would sort of do things in, in a way that's not my way of doing things. Okay, so in a way, it's an identity. And then there was also a, a, a false skin that is like, uh, that was coming off. And I, I've had a lot of, of revelation about identity. My whole ministry has been launched really on being unveiling. Uh, you're marked by love, right? Unveiling the true substance of your identity, which is true. And I've got unbelievable, uh, um, I, that's not exactly the right word, but we'll run with it, um, revelation on that. And it's all valid. So if you've been tracking with that, that's been blessing with you. It is totally valid, totally good. This is not like a renege of any of that. Um, that was genuinely authentic. But in the midst of that authenticity, I was struggling with other layers of, I guess, inauth- inauthenticity. Not that I was consciously trying to be, maybe I was an insecurity trying to be, but you know, they're just ways of being. We learn and it, it takes, layers of removing things. It just is what it is. And, and, um, but the beautiful product on the other side of that is that you're just more genuinely you than you were before. Right. And I have preached this, that we are really going from glory to glory. So, um, so I've been in this process of a major upgrade, um, that kind of hit me at a very weird time. (laughs) And when I say weird, um, uh, I, I started off this whole 
COVID with such brain fog, I was having a hard time sequencing words together. I thought, I am losing my mind. I am not. This is like, this must be what dementia is like, you know, and just having to push through. And really, last week and going on the next couple of weeks, I have more conference um, obligations, bam, 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 multiple times a week that I, um, so I kind of need to be there. <laughs> Oh, brain fog out. I've warned everybody. <laughs> Everybody's been warned. So anyway, so I'm I, I'm not really on my A game. And I'm trying to figure out, do I need an A game? And no, I, I guess an A game is kind of when you're gelling with yourself the most. But I'm, I'm not um, working myself up in order to try to be something like to present as the thing. That's just annoying. So anyway, I honestly I still have that much energy for it. <laughs> so God has been doing this massive transformation. And I hope in the midst of this, because I don't want this to be all about, you know, I really want, please glean what's helpful for you from this story. Okay. I don't want this to be this narcissistic. It's Catherine and there's more Catherine. This is the latest thing. This is what Catherine had for lunch. Like, I don't really care what I had for lunch. <laughs> And I'm assuming you don't care either. Uh, but there are some things that I think will help you and that I'm supposed to share um, as one person to another, as one human being to another. Um, and I think it will help you um, this journey. So the Lord kind of hit me with this process right in the middle of all this brain fog when honestly I'm trying to figure out like even my sensory things have been off. Um, and I'm trying to figure my life. And, and in the midst of all that, this is like funny, but it's not, but it's funny. <laughs> if there is something that could go out and wrong, like the cords to my phone aren't working, it's not charging, my little earbuds will go in and out, um, like things are getting unplugged, the little turny thing on the microwave's not working, all these. And, and I mean, there's some small stupid things. But these are things you're like, you just count on. You stick in the microwave, you do it, you're good. No, everything becomes a thing. <laughs> and I've, and, and it's been so many things. I mean, I'm like, you're kidding me. I was trying to, um, uh, turn off the furnace so it's not blowing. So I don't have this weird background noise that needs to be edited out. And like the thermostat was taking this time to update. It was just unbelievable. So anyway. This is almost sounding like a griping, but it is, has been, so I, I don't know what the hell's going on. And if I were really superstitious and really devil-minded, I would totally think this was the devil trying to hijack my thing. And honestly, I haven't really landed on the devil. Is it a thing? Is it an entity? Whatever. And how with that to, to uh, war against or whatever, I don't even want a war. I'm like, it's the war's over. Like, But, you know, whatever that is. And so I'm like, Lord, I just like take care of it. I'm just, I'm like, you're big. You've done it. You're, it's over. And I hand you whatever little faith I have, add it to your faith. It was, it'll be great. This will be fine. But I'm learning how to navigate that because before I'd be so frustrated and angry because I'm a pretty fast paced person. And so like, I just kind of need things to like work. And I, it's not like I, I try to invest energy to make sure that they're, in proper working order. Brian does that as well. And they're just not just the stupidest things that you would count on that actually really trip you up. Like, oh, okay, I don't have time to microwave because 
thing is whatever. <laughs> so that's the backdrop for all this upgrade. So it's been like I don't really have anything to hang my hat on uh, that's normal. Everything's abnormal, including my senses and my whole brain. But there's this incredible rooting in the midst of it. And I'm saying if that's possible for me, that's possible for you. The rooting of knowing that you're loved. And you know what? Really being able to connect with why you're loved. Now, number one, I'm loved by God um, because he's love. But I'm also able to connect with the fact that I'm loved by God because I'm lovely. Of course I'm lovely in the midst of ugly things. Um, and there's just been a lot of them. I mean, I have been bad, like my makeup's not been working. I know it turned out looks good on camera. Yeah. But I've had to re like, why is this? Why my skin is scaling? What's up? Where's that coming? <laughs> it's weird. All these things. It feels like everything's like, everything's falling apart. <laughs> I mean, and I, and I also got another word, which is so funny. And this is in the context of one of my conferences where honestly, I just don't, I didn't, I was so kind of dazed. I just, I don't think I did my best job. I mean, this whole, it wasn't my heart not to do that. It just was, and then the, the kind of chemistry, it didn't really hit. So whatever, I'm just believing for, it'll all work out. I just, it'll, that's my thing. It'll, it will all work out. Like it will all work out. But I got this, <laughs> they were so gracious. I see, I see this, um, I see you and you're carrying all these oranges and you're just dropping them all over the place. I'm like, someone understands what I'm, what I'm going through right now. I'm just, I can't hold on to an orange for the life of me. But he said, there's orange juice that's coming out of it. So I'm like, yeah, I vote for the oranges. So I'm just like, let, let it all fall. Let it all, you know, if you look stupid, like, so what? I mean, <laughs> if people are mad at you, whatever, you know, it's just what it is. And I've just learned, I'm learning how to roll with the punches. And this is not, I'm, I, I, let me put it this way. Um, the way I've been just identity wise in the past has been, um, I am able to get my way through. I'm a, I've learned, I have had to be, I've had to be strong and I've learned to be strong and I either barrel through or push through or just endure. But I can't say I've always been like, oh, this is a problem. This um, I've been, you know, I have to, I've had to talk to myself. Like of all these things, I would have had to really talk to myself and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Now I'm, I'm really more, a lot more kumbaya. I don't really know if I believe in kumbaya, but I do believe in not getting overly reactive to the things. Cause the big things, honestly, I could usually just, I, I, I like a champion, really learn to be a champion. It's the small things that would trip me up. Okay. And I've had so many small things like, okay, no, that's not working. Okay. No, that's not working either. Okay. So I'm now looking to fix this with this, but that's not working. And then I got to fix this in order to fix this in order to fix this. It's just been unbelievable. And I'm learning. And you see, these are all ways of being that I really believe that the Lord is kind of lifting the order in my life in order to get to these places 
that have required order in order to go at the fast pace that I have just just been my way of being. And I don't have the energy to be at the fast pace. And it's just a whole adjustment. And it's fascinating. And how all that ties into identity is fascinating. He's doing this whole identity upgrade. Yay. And, you know, let me just help you. Okay, let me just not talk about Catherine. I'm kind of sick of her a little bit right now. (laughs) Maybe too. Um, Let me talk about you. The value for you. So when you have nothing to hold on to and all hell is breaking loose, uh, boy, I tell you, it is that number one, it will reveal to you what you really have been putting your trust in. And, um, and that can be very humbling. And it will also cause you to grow because, um, when your whole world seems like it's upside down, even though I can't say they're major things, it's not like, okay, I mean, my dad died. Okay. That was in September, but we're now in January, but you know, I mean, other than COVID and, you know, and, and not just COVID in general, having COVID again, just, just figuring out, uh, you know, what all those things are, what it all means and how, who am I in the midst of it? And I'm learning to do the one thing that, oh my God, has, I, I cannot say has been a thing for me. I'm learning to relax, roll with the punches. And, and this is not an apathy. It's that there's something greater. You know, I, I firmly believe that Jesus was unflappable just unflappable, roll with the punches, right? And he got punched. The dude got punched um, and it hurt. He didn't not hurt because he was the son of God. I do have a time constraint, so let me just pay attention. Um, and in the place where he's the most relaxed being on the planet, well, I am just learning relax. This is not apathy. I'm like, yeah, if this is the devil, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, if he really is a zero, he really is a zero. Um, and so I'm just, whatever I need to do, I, I, I'm on an as-need-to-know basis. It's fabulous. Come find me and help me here through my foggy brain. That's actually really not hearing that great right now. And you'll help me with that. Yay! So I can relax. I can be at peace. And it's this whole nother level of peace. And I have to say, this is the antithesis of how I was and how my dad modeled to me and presented. He was the most uptight, intense, churning, rigid person I've ever met in my life. And it scarred me. I mean, that just that portion of his personality scarred me. And so, you know, and he, I forgive him all that. Okay. But the upgrade is, man, I can show up as me, assume I've got something valuable to contribute, or maybe I really don't have anything to contribute, but I'm just called to show up and show up 
And there's something in my showing up that's helpful. And it's not because I'm less than anyone, which was a big lie that I struggled with, but it's because I have something to contribute. And maybe it's not as big a thing. Maybe it's a little thing, but it's supposed to be there. It will not be the same without me. And let me say this, wherever you are called to show up, regardless of whether it's a big thing, you've got a big sham wow thing, whether you've got a little thing to contribute, whether you're the headliner or the subliner or the underliner or the eyeliner, I don't know what you are, but you showing up is your first and foremost contribution. You showing up is you, relaxed, without an agenda, not apathetic, but just relaxed. You know, this life is a marathon and you are called to run your race and no one else's race. And your race is not just about what you do in racing. It's about who you are in the race and how you approach the race. And that is what God is after. If we're talking about the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God from in Romans 8, we're talking about the most important thing that God has on his timetable, on his eternal table. It's you manifesting, you being unveiled and who you are without apology. My God, that used to be me. I used to apologize and then I'd apologize for my apology. And, you know, there's something that's actually really good about being tired. You just don't, it's like, whatever. <laughs> it's just like, what? sorry, <laughs> if whatever, but I'm not going to be sorry that I'm sorry. And actually, I'm not sorry, but you know, whatever that is. Okay. And that's not an egotistical thing. You know, it's just important that you just don't apologize for living. And I am having to work with my daughter. I feel so badly because I probably, I'm sure I modeled that to her. Um, she way apologizes for herself. And um, you've got the over apologizers and the under apologizers. Well, unfortunately, that, that's the under apologizing, the over apologizing ditch. Um, but that the manifestation of you as a son and daughter in who you are, the way you really are, without anything to prove, um, without being pressured and bullied by all these drivers, these fears, these insecurities, these, um, I'm afraid I'm going to turn into my dad, or these, I'm afraid I'm going to turn into, you know, another minister in a way they were of being, or I'm afraid I'm going to, I'm just afraid. I'm afraid I'm not going to turn into anything. Um, you know, I'm afraid I won't. Uh, that was another fear. I was terrified I wouldn't accomplish what I was called to do. Well, gee was if I can't, if I have to strain to be myself and strain to accomplish what I'm supposed to accomplish, I think something's wrong. And I, I'm not, not, you know, Paul did say we're pressed towards the marks, that there are times to push. I do get that. Because we're pushing up against resistance and that's what our battle is. But if we're pushing to be something that we're not or that we're actually called to be, but maybe there's a few steps we have to, things we have to deal with before we can just 
be that? Well, you know what? Um, don't break yourself trying to be yourself. Like, don't break anything. Like, okay, I'm supposed to be, I'm confident. I'm going to push it. (laughs) If I have to push confidence in order to be confident, um, I'm not sure that's what we're called to do. You know, should we fake it till we make it? Faith it till we make it? Well, we do need to step out in faith. And you will have fears in the midst. And I'm not saying there's not going to be struggles. But I'm saying as you hit your the zone of who you are, and I'm so enjoying this. I hope I'm not going to be knocked out. Who knows? I could be knocked out in five minutes. I gave you this advice and it was really worthless. I don't think so. But I, there's a solid upgrade. You know, you know when, when God is the author of it and he's leading you to be manifested and unveiled and revealed in another layer of glory of who you are, that's just the authenticity of who you are. Man, it's solid. It is solid. You don't have to faith it till you make it, right? You don't have to fake it. And so I'm just encouraging you. What am I encouraging you to do? I'm encouraging you in your journey. So we're talking about the art of being yourself. It is a art. It's a dance you're doing with the Lord. And sometimes it's brutal. It's a brutal dance, right? Because you're having to face, you know, kind of like the like real, I'm sorry if it was kind of graphic for you, um, stuff of where you, where I came from, the stuff of where, the graphic stuff of where you've came from, right? The, the dark underbelly of what you've been through, but you know, it's a part of your story. And I'm telling you when you're, when you are authentic about your story, that'll help people so much more, even if you're not like fully through it. I used to believe like you have to totally master it. Well, I'm in process and, and I do, I, I don't think, I, I don't think that you need to, that it's good to share everything you're going through because that can just create confusion for people. Um, so I don't think in the name of that authenticity, I don't, I don't think that's what's meant by being authentic. I think what you're supposed to share, you're supposed to authentically share. And honestly, what you're still working on. And some things are just private and they don't, there's really no one else's business. And you're not obligated to share those things in the name of authenticity. Um, and I think sometimes in the uh, culture today, culture today, I have a dry mouth, we uh, get confused about what authenticity really means. Sometimes you're, People's idea of authenticity is just kind of this voyeurism and they're just, this is fun. Well, you know what? That's grossing people out. That's, that is not blessing people. And it's really not your best, you know? So just be led what you're supposed to share and what you're not supposed to share. But don't let fear of what other people will think and fear of just any fear, actually, be your driver. Perfect love casts out fear. God is love. Love gets to be your driver. And he is masterful at unveiling you um, from glory to glory to glory. It's not a, okay, they're out. (laughs) Sometimes I wish, but the process is important because that's where you get to know God really well in the process because you're completely dependent on him in the process. It's not happening. 
You cannot make this puppy happen for yourself. And this whole concept of a self-made person is a prideful lie. No one is self-made. Number one, we all need each other. But number two, we're all completely dependent on the God that created us. Like he actually is, oh, he made us. Yeah. <laughs> and then we need help from one another. Uh, and we're interdependent on one another in our races. And that's beautiful. So I hope this has been a blessing. I know I may have been rambling a little bit, but there it is. And I really do love you. And I'm grateful. I hope this blesses you. If it has blessed you, share it with someone else. I love you guys. Have an amazing day. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.